Did you know Bold Commerce has some of the best apps to increase the size of almost all your orders? Maybe you're looking to run store-wide sales with countdown timers. Boom! Bold Discounts will run your scheduled promos with just a few clicks, no coupon codes required. Or maybe you're looking to maximize average order value. You could count on Bold Upsell, Bold Motivator, or Bold Bundles. With Bold Upsell, you can offer product upgrades, cross-sales, or complimentary products as free gifts. With Bold Bundles, you could boost average order value by bundling a few products or an entire collection so that your customers can mix and match items to get a discount. Now, hey, when was the last time you made an online purchase and saw a message like, spend 15 more dollars for free shipping? With Bold Motivator, you could do that same thing and more. Offer free shipping, free product, or even a percentage off the entire order. Pick and choose which apps are best for you, or use them all to boost conversion at an average order value. With free bold apps for 14 days, there's no excuse not to try and boost your sales this year. To get this special offer, go to boldcommerce.com slash Kurt. That's boldcommerce.com slash K-U-R-T. Hello and welcome back to the unofficial Shopify podcast. And on today's show, we are joined by someone who co-founded the number one cat, C-A-T cat travel brand in the world. You heard that right. Yes, we're joined by Emily Mithner from travelcatshop.com. Now the number one cat travel brand in the world and a fast growing global seven figure direct to consumer brand serving catstomers. That's an industry term in the cat travel world in 75 countries. As the chief marketing officer, Emily manages quite a bit that we're going to hear about today. Influencer marketing, SMS and email marketing, organic digital content, retail product development, and partnerships. That sounds like a lot. In addition to that, she's doing a lot of PR. She's been featured on Good Morning America, GMA, in studio on Cheddar TV Live, and in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Vice, US News, Vogue, Fast Company. Emily, Thank you for joining. Oh, I forgot to say my name. I'm I'm your host, Kurt Elster. Tech nasty. Emily, thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Your podcast is one of the very first I started listening to when we got into the DTC e-commerce world. So thrilled to be here. I'm honored. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I hope I hope it was helpful, and I hope that we can we can return uh, the favor here to some folks by sharing your story. Yes, same. So tell me about Travel Cat. What? What is a Travel Cat? What <laughs> what do you sell? Yes. So we sell any sort of product you need to go beyond the great indoors, as we like to say, with your cat. Uh, so cat backpacks and cat harnesses are our two biggest products, uh, but we also sell portable litter boxes, portable beds, collars, treat pouches, bowls, uh, anything, again, to make traveling with your cat, whether that's for fun or out of necessity, more uh, easy <laughs> and less stressful. So that's, um, yeah, that those are the different things that we sell. And I, I think that really, that does not do justice to what appears to be the number one product here for this brand, which is a backpack cat carrier. Yes, our Describe number one seller is, <laughs> it's called the Fat Cat cat backpack. It holds up to 25 pounds of cat. Uh, so it could be one large cat or multiple little cats. We've seen it all. 
And uh, it is a backpack carrier that has the little bubble on the front that also changes out to a screen. So it's very versatile. It's extremely cute. Uh, a lot of cats will also stick their heads out of the top or, you know, look through the little bubble. But at the end of the day, it is just a carrier. And, you know, everybody needs a carrier for their cat to at least go to the vet. So although it is very cute and can look very novel, it is at the end of the day, uh, end of the day, a very useful product as well. So you're like, look, get over the fact that we strapped a cat backpack with it's the bubble that does it. It's like yes. it's half a dome of like a plastic dome that the cat's got like full 180 view out yes. this backpack. That is hilarious uh, when you see it. But like once you get over the novelty of that, you're like, look, it's just a legitimate cat carrier. And honestly, having fought my cat into the cat carrier to go to the vet, just like the old plastic one with the metal screen, yeah. he does not like this. And it's like all hard surfaces. You know, I'm always fearful of him getting injured in this thing. Honestly, the backpack sounds like a better solution now that you've you've been like, hey, get over it. It's just a, it's a cat carrier. <laughs> it is. Wait, so you have a cat? I I do. He is uh, he's 13 now. His name is is Nickers, like Snickers. And because uh, it looks like he's wearing pants, like three quarter length pants. And he comes, he knows his name. He comes when he's called. He's a very sweet boy. That's amazing. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, the, the reason, the two big reasons that my husband and I, so my husband and I are partners, which is its own very special thing uh, in business and in life. So the two main reasons that we started the company were, uh, well, inspired by a life event, which was we rescued a kitten totally on a whim. Uh, we had been together at that point for over 10 years. We had never discussed getting a pet or anything, but we just happened to be in the neighborhood when a family member found a stray kitten. And we both sort of just looked at each other and we're like, let's go, let's go visit that kitten. And so we took her home. We had both never had cats before. So I had lots of other animals, like everything but a cat. But we went into full on research mode. You know, of course, we want to be the best cat parents we can be. And so, you know, one big thing that we found is that there are really a lot of misconceptions about being a cat parent and what cats need to live a happy and healthy life. So I'm sure you've heard this as well. You know, when people talk about cats, a lot of times you hear, oh, well, they're easy. They sleep all day. You don't need to do much with them. And that is a total lie. <laughs> uh, cats need stimulation, they're social creatures, they need enrichment to live long and happy lives. So that was one big thing we found. And then the other thing we found, uh, being both entrepreneurs ourselves, was that there really were not, and still are not, a lot of companies dedicated just to cats and cat people. There's a lot of pet product brands, and there's a lot, wait, like even more um, dog brands, you know, dog specific brands. And, and cat people are really treated a lot as second-class citizens when it comes to products and brands that they feel like they can really connect with and that the cats are not an afterthought. So we started this company to create products that would make it easier to get cats to have enrichment, stimulation outside safely and easily, and also have always committed, have always been, and will always be dedicated to making products and building community and content just for cat people. So when you started this, how do you go from like from this, hey, we have a kitten and doing the research, there's misconceptions out here to cat brand and cat backpack. There's a big jump there between <laughs> I got a kitten and now I'm like the number one travel cat ambassador. Well, we are almost about five years old. So, you know, you it's, it's been when uh, end of 2017. 
So um, we launched our Shopify store at uh, October 2017. We have that anniversary or do like an anniversary sale during that. <laughs> um, so, you know, so we have been around for a while and it's been, you know, steady growth. Um, but but yeah, you know, we just we found this need in the market and we also like I mentioned, my husband and I have both had previous companies, you know, we've been um, pretty much like lifelong entrepreneurs. So for us, we just said, yeah, let, let's try this. Let's um, try something new. And we, this was actually also the first company that we worked on that we have worked on like fully together. So we had previously helped each other out with our, you know, separate companies because we have very different skill sets. Uh, but this is the first one where we sort of went in, you know, 50, 50, and we do actually have a, a third partner as well. So, you know, we just we have very complimentary skills. So he handles all of the uh, paid marketing and analytics. So Facebook marketing, you know, Google marketing, all that kind of stuff. And he also learned a lot about logistics and production and working with our manufacturers. That was something brand new that he took on. And for me, I've, I've used the digital marketing community building skills that I've um, gained in, in previous companies. So we have very, very separate and distinct roles. And that just worked out really well for what this company has needed to succeed. Did certainly uh, you rattled off a, a bunch of products in your catalog. Which did you start with all of the above or one? So we just started with backpacks, cat backpacks, and it, it's actually crazy to me to think how long it took for us to say, oh, we should also have harnesses <laughs> uh, because it's such, you know, they they complement each other so well. You know, some people will will just have the backpack and keep the backpack zipped up, but majority of people are also having the cat in a harness in the backpack because a lot of the cats will sort of hang out or people will be walking their cats and use the backpack as sort of a safe space for the cat to jump into if they're getting tired or they get spooked by something. So the the first was the backpacks, then the harnesses. And then we just grew out from there. You know, again, what are the things that you might need to travel with your cat, whether you are going, you know, on a hike to a local park or a national park, or if you're traveling out of necessity, like you know, moving across country or having to visit family. Uh, and Ian and I, we are not the sort of outdoor adventure cat people really, but we are definitely travel cat people ourselves in the sense that we bring our cats on a lot of road trips um, to, you know, go to various places with us when we need to travel for fun or for work. So we've gotten used and gotten a lot of great product ideas from our own uh, trips, including a uh, 40 plus hour road trip that we did over three, three weeks with our two cats. We did eventually adopt a second cat. So Andy would have a, a friend and they tolerate each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, like cats playing is, is pretty violent. Like I think that's when you see two cats, you're like, oh, yeah, they're fighting. Nah, they, they might be good friends beating the <laughs> hell out of each other because that's <laughs> yes, like cat sport. So when, when the cat backpack came out, was was yours the first styled like this or were you jumping into a existing niche? What was the, give me the lay of the land in 2017. You know, it, it is very crazy to see how much the idea of taking out your cat and walking your cat has grown in the past five years. I mean, it's still pretty niche. Like a lot of people, when I say cat backpacks, they think, a backpack that your cat wears like a little clothing item <laughs> because just most people just they don't think of cats as an, a pet that you take outside so uh you know there there was you know 
there were cat backpacks on the market beforehand, but so for us, we really, uh, what we did to differentiate is just create, you know, the best quality product. And again, also to right from the start, build educational content and community around this idea, because, you know, we always have recognized that this is not, uh, this is not common to, uh, you know, do more with your cat. And also it's not necessarily easy depending on how you might want to be training your cat to use a harness or get into a backpack and cats are not dogs, you know, so we don't present it like, oh, this is easy peasy, just throw your cat in the backpack and they'll love it. <laughs> you know, so we knew from the beginning for our, our uh, customers, as you mentioned, as we lovingly call them, to be successful with having these products be useful and to, you know, help enrich both the human and the cat's lives, they have to uh, do it the right way. And so we were always creating a lot of educational articles and videos right from the start to help people learn how to make their cat a travel cat. Were, sounds like you were serial entrepreneurs already. Were friends and family shocked by this decision to jump into cat accessories? Yeah, you know, it's very different from what we've done before. So I actually, I was doing it sort of on the side. We were sort of doing it on the side uh, in addition to other businesses at the start. And I wasn't telling anyone. We actually kept it a secret for a very long time, for a good amount of time. And eventually we just said to each other, I mean, this is this is a real legitimate big, you know, this is going to be a big business and it's working really well. So eventually we sort of came out with it. Uh, but um, yeah, it's 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 definitely funny because it just it's so niche. But I think it's it's a great example of something, you know, something can be very niche and, you know, be seemingly very specific and like how could you make a real business out of this but you know if you're filling a need and you're marketing in the right way and you're putting in the extra effort to really build a strong brand through things like community and content i mean this this business is blowing up and we know it's going to continue to to grow exponentially so yeah it's, it's a little silly and funny but it's it's <laughs> it's a legit huge business well i think something like one in four households in the United States has a cat. So how niche is yes. it? But then what right. percent of those are like, hey, let's travel with this cat in a backpack. Yes. We can do it in style. Right, right. Well, right. But um, right. So cats are outgrowing, outpacing pet ownership. Like people are, are getting pets more now than they are. I'm sorry, getting cats now more than they're getting dogs. We always joke that dogs will be extinct by 2040. No, no, we're no. Just we, we love dogs. We love dogs. But but yeah, and, and also it's just, it's still a very, you know, cat, again, cat-centric products. It's just still a very smaller market. I mean, we, we, part of our strategy is also retail and small independent retail stores. And so we go to, you know, Global Pet Expo every year, which is the biggest one of the, or the biggest um, retail pet trade show in the U.S. And, you know, we walk around and still, you know, it's dog, dog everywhere. You know, cats, it's still a much smaller uh, market it in terms of the number of businesses that are catering only to cats, but that's, you know, we're, we're taking advantage of that. Interesting. It sounds like you're making the case that, that cats may be underserved. They definitely are. They definitely are because people have this notion that, oh, cat people don't like to spend money. Cat, you know, cats are finicky. I mean, that's why you have to spend are... money on them. My cats like it. I have <laughs> yeah. preferences on my, the right kind of litter to buy. God help me if I get the wrong litter because they're out. It doesn't, yes. it's messy. He'll let you know. <laughs> when we have a premium, we have a premium product. It's not luxury, but it's premium. I mean, the fat cat is a 119, uh, 
in terms of price point, and that's actually sort of in the middle. We have uh, our other best-selling backpack is called the Navigator, and it's made even more so for people who are doing longer hikes, more adventure sort of outside hiking, and that's you know 150. And so what we really find is we have a extremely diverse range of of people buying our product. We have people, you know, yes, we have this sort of urban 30 something, um, you know, upper middle class female buying our products, you know, in a major metropolitan city. But we also, you know, have people who are 50 years old in a town in Minnesota you've never heard of, and they shop at Walmart for themselves, but they want to get the best products for their cats because their cats are like family. Accidents happen. Maybe you installed an app and it messed up your theme, or a store collaborator deleted product images by mistake. Common myth. Shopify is a backup that you can use when something goes wrong with your store. Untrue, they don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind to equip your Shopify store with automated backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your own magic undo button. Trusted by over 100,000 businesses, from side hustles to the biggest online retailers like NYX and Movement Watches. It's even a Shopify Plus certified app. Best of all, visit rewind.com slash Kurt Elster and get a 30-day free trial. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind Backups. Find it in the Shopify app store or visit rewind.com. Paul Rita, my business partner, always says people will spend money on, on faith, kids, and pets. And like mm-hmm. those three are really recession-proof categories. And that's essentially yes. what you're describing here is people will be like, you know, I'm willing to spend more on my cat relative than I would on myself. That's kind of interesting. And I absolutely believe it. Many people develop real relationships and love for their pets. Um, yeah. So why not spend some some cash on them? How... Well, you, you said you'd never manufactured anything before, and may, neither have I. Manufacturing scares me, especially <laughs> doing it for the first time. Talk me through that experience. Did it go well? Did you run into issues? I mean, we certainly have had issues uh, over you know this five year period, but you know we now have some really strong relationships with a number of manufacturers. We have diversified in terms of where we get our products, so not all of our top selling products come from the same place. Uh, and we've just developed a really strong, you know, team of of partners, uh, and we're we're very happy and comfortable where with where we are now. We are very lucky that with supply chain issues, I mean, we've definitely had hiccups, but we haven't had any major issues, you know, that a lot of other businesses might have had if like their timing was off of when they got shipments or misshipments with COVID and the pandemic and you know, and it is rough though. I mean, there are, our factories still have issues from time to time. I mean, we just had uh, one of our factories had a shutdown recently because of an outbreak, you know, so the pandemic's still affecting supply chain and that can be tricky. And, you know, we try to communicate with customers and just being transparent and honest that like the reason this is still out of stock or we have to push a ship date is because, you know, our factory had a temporary closure due to COVID. It's, I think for a lot of people in the U.S., that is sort of back of mind and they don't think it's an issue anymore, but it's, it's still, it still touches us from time to time. It's not the nightmare that we had like, you know, one to two years ago, but certainly it's still there. um, And we still run into supply chain bottlenecks intermittently, but like, you know, it's easier now. It's like, okay, I could find alternatives. The delays aren't as long. Like you get better ETAs. 
And I, I think things changed and that we're a little more tolerant of, of dealing with it. Like I think um, consumers are, are, are aware of these issues now. Uh, yeah. And, and we just in terms of process of new products, I mean, things, it definitely takes longer now to develop a new product. And for us, you know, we, our strategy is focusing on, you know, less is more in the sense of not trying to push ourselves to come out with, you know, a, a, a ton of larger new products, especially because our, just of what our products are, you know, we want to make sure they're safe and they're thoughtful. And when we're making new products or updating products, you know, it's always feedback based on our customers. You know, um, for instance, we, one of our newest bags that I'm super excited about, it's called the Transperter. That's with, you know, P-U-R-R-T. Who's we in really embrace these puns? Oh, we embrace the puns. Oh, that's our partner, Alex. He's come up with most of them. We, we do have a new incentive program now where if you come up with a name for a product, you get a gift card. So we're trying to <laughs> get more of the team involved. But uh, but so that carrier, so it's the ultimate common carrier. And it came out, uh, we launched it, you know, over a year in development, uh, came out this late spring, summer. And, you know, we've already sold out, but pretty much as soon as the first, you know, few dozen started going out, we started getting reviews. We immediately looked at that feedback and we started making revision notes. You know, we work with really excellent product designers to take what our customers want and, and implement that. So we're not afraid of making adjustments quickly to physical products, which maybe not a lot of people think about. They're like, well, if you come out with this one product, then, you know, cause then you have to change the product photos and the description and people might have different versions, but you know, we're always trying to improve our products and make them better. So again, like right, as soon as our product came out, we already started working on, you know, some small tweaks that we knew would make a pretty big difference. So that, you know, that newer version of the transporter is going to be shipping this fall. So, you know, only about a six months in between uh, and, you know, not that the other product is not great, but these are just some nice tweaks that we think people are really going to appreciate. So you take customer feedback in the form of, of reviews, I'm sure like customer support tickets, returns, that kind of thing. And then that feeds into um, a feedback loop for your product development cycle. Mm -hmm. It's a good way to go about it. And on delivering these products, are you using, what do we, are 3PL or do you do this yourself? Are we in a garage? What's going on here? No, no, no. So we we run our own warehouse, which we love. We were using a 3PL when we hit that first milestone of not being able to pack our own boxes anymore, which is always fun and realizing, okay, we need somebody to help us. We did use start, start with using a 3PL. It was a totally nightmare experience that lasted you know, over a year. And we uh, eventually got to the point where I just said, you know, there's literally no way we could do a worse job. Let's just try doing this on our own. So yeah, there was, there was a lot of mistakes uh, that were happening with the 3PL. And I would just say high level, my tip there is if you're having issues with the 3PL you're using, just don't be afraid to cut them because cutting your losses early, you know, it's a big financial and logistic pain in the butt to move through PLs, you know, you have to move all your product, you have to start over. But if your through PL is making, you know, numerous mistakes over a period of time, you just gotta, you just gotta move on. So I wish we had moved on faster. But yeah, we've been shipping out of our, we actually just moved to a new warehouse that's more than double the space of our first one. 
and we have a full-time warehouse manager and multiple people, you know, picking, packing. And it's, it's really amazing to own that part of the process because it's so important. I mean, it's how fast people get their products and, you know, we're able to deliver, uh, you know, or fulfill within a couple of business days. So we're, we're pretty close to on par with Amazon, which is, which is pretty exciting. Compare and contrast, or what do you think are some of the, the landmines, the pitfalls for someone who's trying to set up their own warehouse and do their own fulfillment for the first time, especially coming from like, I've got a 3PL in an established business. Yeah. Well, I think the part of, you know, with a 3PL, you just, you just have to really do the research and spend a lot of time figuring out if they're going to be a good fit for your type of product and your needs. So, you know, if you're, if you have a very low number of SKUs and they're super simple and basic, and you know it's not a consumable you know there's just there's no 3pl that really does it all and if they do i would be very skeptical i mean maybe some of the the, the most the, the sort of biggest players out there but you know there's some 3pls that we, we also do amazon so amazon is a you know good chunk of our business although we're mainly direct to consumer on our site but you know there's some 3pls that charge a lot more or don't do you know they don't do retail they don't do amazon you know so i think for us we're happy that we made the decision because of the, since we have, I would say maybe more a complex strategy in terms of all the different channels that we're selling on the different types of ways we're selling, you know, sending out products from, you know, shipping to Amazon to shipping to retail partners, small ones, big ones. And then even for instance, um, you know, we launched this huge partnership with a video game called Stray and we made a, uh, it's, it's a video game where you play as a cat. You would like it since you're a, a cat parent yourself. So it's a very accessible like uh, puzzle video game. And we made a custom harness that looks like the harness that the cat is wearing in the game and a custom backpack. And just, just even with that partnership, there's all of these nuances of influencers and pre-orders and and you know early shipments and first batch second batch and just all this stuff where if we were working with the 3pl i think it would just be so easy for there to be many many mistakes you know so just to be able to have our own warehouse space where we can talk directly to the warehouse manager whenever we want we can go in physically if there's an issue it just it just makes sense for us and it you get a lot of flexibility with it yes you yes it. that's huge yes i think right if you need more flexibility with your strategy and how you're shipping to customers and different types of customers, I strongly consider, you know, renting and you don't have to own a space, you know, you can just rent, you know, rent a space. And we did get, we did actually find somebody in a Shopify networking group who helped us as a consultant to set up the warehouse at first. So that was definitely helpful too, because we had never, you know, set up a warehouse before. So, you know, maybe that's not something people think of, you know, you can hire consultants to help you figure out, you know, what type of um, uh, supplies and equipment and sort of setup flow and, you know, might you need to set up your space in a good way. Um, and, and just hiring, you know, we hired a really experienced warehouse manager and that made all the difference as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When you hire someone smarter than you at something, just listen to oh. them on what they want to do and suddenly yes. life becomes much easier. Yeah. Uh, within reason, of course. So, <laughs> Early on, you know, we go back to 2017, 2018. This is a, yeah, cat, cat owners uh, may be underserved, but it's still an established crowded space. So how do you get the word out 
What is what's that look like? That looks like just trying a lot of different things, but also, you know, each year between the three of us are the three partners. So it's um, my third partner, Alex, he handles a lot of the web side of things, like the tech side of things. You know, we just really try to make sure that each of us are doing one to two, uh, one to two initiatives that are going to really make an impact and and drive the business forward versus, you know, it's very easy to kind of get lost in day to day random things that don't really make a difference. But by committing to doing like a couple of big things every year, you know, so uh, it's just been doing that continuously and trying a lot of new things, you know, during the pandemic, we started running virtual events and, you know, virtual events for a cat product is not something you'd think, oh yeah, that's so obvious, right? Uh, But we did, we had started to go to cat conventions. Those are a thing before the pandemic. And we just really loved in person. Yeah. Before the pandemic, we had gone to about three cat conventions and it was just, it's a really great experience to sell your product in person, you know, to be giving the pitch and answering questions live. I mean, I really recommend that for any DTC brand. If you have an opportunity to do a pop-up, to be involved in a market, I mean, what a great experience to just get that live feedback. So we had really enjoyed that. And then we had started, you know, I said, you know, if we're going to be here, let's, let's host panels about traveling with your cat. So we're not just there, but we're, again, we're educating. We're always thinking about how can we educate. So when the pandemic happened, we started doing virtual events and they you know, we started off small and the last virtual event we did a year and a half after we started, we did a travel cat virtual summit with over 700 people attended this (laughs) event. And it was a three hour, three hour event, (laughs) virtual 700 travel cat summit, three hours, (laughs) 700 people. It's virtual. What are the, what are the the talks, the panel, like what's the content for that look like? Yeah. So, and, and that was actually, the summit was a good example of like adjusting our strategy. So at that point we had been doing virtual events for a bit over a year. And, you know, we looked back at the calendar and saw what were the RSVPs like for each one, for each topic, each time of year. And we said, you know, for the summer was kind of slow, right? So like, you know, instead of doing something during the spring and summer, let's do a big spring event. And so we just took the topics that we knew that our community was most interested in. And we just broke them up a bit more because we also got feedback from the virtual events that were broad, like, you know, harness training, backpack training, people wanted to get a little more granular. So for the virtual, for the summit, we had a session just on hiking and outdoor traveling. And then we had a separate session on travel for um, at hotels and on airlines and in cars. Uh, We had a session about training older cats and for more advanced people, you know, and and then we also just threw in some fun things like um, a cat, a general cat health panel. We had a panel about how to, you know, make your cat Instagram famous. So, you know, we did some sort of broad categories as well that weren't so specific to our products. But then we did also have a product demo going on, um, you know, during each time slot. So we had three to four um, session topics people could choose from per you know time slot so i think there was about 20 different sessions it ended with cat bingo with a famous instagram cat guy nathan the cat lady he's hilarious so it was really fun and people loved it and it was also there you know the sessions were small enough where and we did this on purpose where you know there's maybe 30 to 40 people per session 
And we recruited a really diverse range of people from our community to be the speakers. And so we know that a lot of people, you know, made these real connections that they've carried on now after the event, you know, whether that's actually like meeting up with people who are based in their city, or now we see the connection happening, you know, on Instagram, people talking to each other and, and that sort of thing. And that is extremely powerful. Like if you as a brand, you know, when people talk about community, it's usually can be a very fluffy word. What does that mean? But if you can build community where you're introducing people to other people who they will stay connected with after they're done with whatever that connection point was that you facilitated, I mean, that's extremely powerful. And you're going to create some really strong, um, loyal fans through, through doing that. Absolutely. Yeah, we hear authenticity and community a lot as keywords or buzzwords in um, in the e-commerce marketing and, and on this show. And I think it, it would be really easy to just dismiss a lot of ideas as like, oh, well, that won't work and I won't bother with that. It's like, all right, someone's going to sell a cat backpack and they're going to do an online virtual event for it and it'll get 700 attendees over three hours. And they'll be like, bullshit, I don't believe you. <laughs> but they, like out of context, it, it sounds ridiculous, right? And then, but when you hear it told like this, you go, absolutely, I believe it and it would work. So if you, you give yourself a chance to try it we might get somewhere here for open-minded about some of these things. But I think like you personally, I think your superpower seems to be being able to readily identify what does and doesn't work and being able to like, let's double down on that. Let's go harder on that. Let's, let's do that, but better. Or, um, you know, let's cut what's not working and fix it. it really, yeah. a, a consistent theme here. That's a good, good ability to have. Yes, yes. No, thank I Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. And, you know, I think really knowing, right, like you said, like what is working and doubling down on that? I mean, so this, you know, doing really creating event opportunities, giving people speaking opportunities. So I, I organize like hundreds of events and programs in my past company. And I always knew you know, one of the most powerful things is to give people an opportunity to be a leader, giving people an opportunity to share their experience in different ways. So for instance, you know, having people, recruiting people to speak on panels, virtual or in person, has been really special and amazing. And so now that or in-person events are happening again, we're gonna continue doing virtual events. But for instance, CatCon is the biggest cat convention that happens uh, and has been happening in California since I, I want to say around maybe 2015 or so. And so this year it's back for the first time in a couple of years. And I immediately I said, you know, we're going to go hard at this event. You know, we're going to get a big booth. We're going to have our whole team there and we're going to pay to have a panel because, you know, we want to have that thought leadership. We want to deliver the education. You know, we're spending a good amount of money there, but it's it's because that's you know that's what we're good at, like making an impact, connecting in person, elevating people in our community to have these you know speaking opportunities. So you know that's that it's it's an easy choice to say you know what, we're gonna up our we're gonna create this budget line item for something we've never done before, and then all of a sudden spend a good amount of money. But it, it makes sense because it's really capitalizing on what makes our brand different. Do you still use a horse and buggy? <laughs> How about a fax machine? 
No? Then don't use a regular Shopify theme when you can use Zipify Pages. Just ask this Zipify user. Zipify Pages. I just found that it converts so much better than any Shopify theme I have used before. And you can create high converting landing pages in really the matter of minutes. Zipify Pages is a powerful landing page and sales funnel builder on Shopify. All their templates are tested and proven by a $155 million e-commerce brand. So you know their stuff actually works. You can copy entire templates, like opt-in pages, product pages, and holiday promotions, or use the drag-and-drop builder to create your own custom layouts. Then publish your pages directly onto your Shopify store. Plus, all pages are optimized for mobile, and built-in split testing helps you maximize your results. It's no wonder Zipify Pages is used by over 5,500 Shopify merchants. To start your free 14-day trial, go to zipify.com slash Kurt, that's Z-I-P-I-F-Y dot com slash K-U-R-T. And to get an unadvertised bonus, email help at zipify.com and ask for the Tech Nasty bonus. Tech Nasty. And it's interesting you bring that up and say, like, look, I believe in in in-person events so much that we're going to spend, drop some serious money and really go all in on this. Because over the years, I've talked to so many people who have sold their product, especially early on at in-person events. And that could be as simple as like, I had a table at a 5K, right? Like, it doesn't have to be complicated. And 100% of the time, they're like, I, I loved it. I talked to people. It was so easy to sell because I could just explain it. In-person is very different than online. And it, it works well. And it, it gives you a much better sense of, of who your buyer is um, and sort of how to, how to pitch and frame your product. And then as you know, companies grow and, and they get more responsibilities, they stop going to the events and they stop doing the in-person stuff. And I think that it, it's such a missed opportunity when like that was often like a grassroots way for brands to grow and then they they give up on it as it, it, it balloons it gets more expensive and it's like i gotta build a booth now and yeah it gets yeah and i think know, it's just, pricey right no they can be and it's just about being strategic right like you know we're not going to be at the you know the street fair in astoria queen selling our cat backpacks because we can you know it's like you want to pick the events that are going to be strategic and make sense. And, you know, you can also partner with other brands to do events, but yes, I, I am definitely an IRL advocate. And so I strongly encourage people to think about, you know, how can you be creative about bringing people together around your brand uh, in a way that, you know, it might not, and sometimes it might not always support um, the bottom line so directly in the sense where you like make your money back, you know, I mean, we're definitely thinking about CatCon of like, okay, how many backpacks do we need to bring and sell to like at least break even, you know, we're of course thinking about that, but it's, it's bigger than that. It's the brand awareness. It's again, like you said, being there in person, it's bringing our team together. I mean, we have a remote team, you know, we've always been a fully remote uh, operation. And so, you know, even just having the chance to bring our whole team together for the first time, ever i mean that's immensely valuable and so that was like a strategic decision like let's put this all together so you know there's ways ways to do it that make sense but it, it especially if maybe that's not anybody on the team's sort of first um first thought or strength but it, it's it's it can be a very powerful thing so i strongly consider people to think about it and to be creative no absolutely and so i think one of your other superpowers it seems is pr and it's funny like when you describe yourself as chief marketing officer PR did not come up as one of your activities. And yet you've been featured all over the place 
like there is tremendous value in the the PR placements you've gotten. How does that work? Well, to be honest, we have never put like a full on concerted effort into that. PR is not necessarily a strength of mine uh, personally. And so really it's come from sort of organic connections and getting the product out there and getting myself out there just as a as an expert in in my space talking about what I'm good at, you know, sharing interesting things on social media, personal branding. And and that's and that's really it. So and, and you know, for press, there hasn't ever been necessarily a huge bump from any sort of press only. So I'm actually a little press skeptical in the sense of you know, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that being something that people focus on early on, especially if you're a small team, you know, but that doesn't mean to totally disregard it. Um, but you just thinking about what what's going to actually make an impact. So I don't even know if you'd consider this press per se, but, you know, for for Travel Cat, it's almost more important that we get on those, you know, SEO listicles of the 10 best cat backpacks of 2014 or not 2014, that would be, that's a long time ago, but, you know, 2021, um, you know, we spend more time kind of reaching out to those types of articles to get into, which, you know, I would consider them in the press category, put them on the press page. But yeah, I would, I think when you're just starting out, it might not be the best use of time. But um, I mentioned this partnership, you know, the only kind of outlier of this that was huge, but it wasn't just press sort of on its own, but that partnership that we did with Stray, the video game, I mean, that was a hugely, that it still is, it's going on, a hugely successful partnership where, you know, we saw, this is actually press related. So the one thing you should do, a very actionable tip is set up Google alerts for keywords and phrases that are relevant to your category or your product. So I have Google alerts set up for cat backpack, for fat cat backpack. And that is how I discovered this video game that was coming out called Stray, where you play the game as a cat. And I watched the preview and I thought, holy crap, this is amazing. It's so cute. And the cat is wearing a harness. So I reached out, cold pitched the video game studio and said, hey, you know, we make cat harness and backpack products. Would love to chat about doing, you know, merchandise collaboration. And we ended up doing one. So we ended up making a Stray inspired cat backpack and then also replicating that harness. And, you know, we didn't necessarily, I mean, we had no, we're not video game people. So we had no idea necessarily what to expect in terms of sales and, and anything like that. Um, but the, this gaming studio, publishing studio um, was working and it does work with this amazing PR team. And we did a PR launch around the partnership. So they did like this big push and press release, like very official <laughs> um, about the, you know, Stray Times Travel Cat and that press about the partnership. I mean, that sold us. I mean, our sales were bananas those first mm. few days, like quadruple the sales numbers of a normal sales day. I mean, like just knocking milestones off the chart. So, you know, and, and they, they got so much press, but that's because the video game is getting so much press and it was about the product partnership so that yeah, if I you're gonna the, it, i looked up the game uh it actually looks quite incredible it really, yeah it's amazing it looks really good <laughs> I, I put it i'll stick it in the show notes yes and you know they i actually i'm an adjunct professor and i've taught computer art kids so i see them i see my computer art kids talking about how like beautiful and visually stunning this game is so 
you know, I would consider people instead of thinking when it comes to press, instead of thinking about, you know, oh, I want to just reach out to press to get my product featured, like think about doing something that's worth getting written about, like something unique, something special, right? Like some sort of partnership, some sort of marketing initiative. That's going to be way easier than just, oh, let me re try to get journalists to write about just that my product exists. Right. Yeah. That's just, it's not a compelling pitch for most, most folks. Um, and like at best, really, you, you'll get those listicles, which are fine. Um, but clearly, in, especially in your experience, it's nothing like this product partnership with where you are adding value to an already really cool thing. Yeah, Stray, look, that game looks great. And now I, I, need, I need a new gaming PC so I could play this. And I need some cat backpacks. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, we can, we can hook you up. We'll hook you up with our friends to get a copy of the game. It's for PC and PS4 and 5. Uh, right now so for anyone interested it's a very accessible game i haven't played games video games in since like the sims and <laughs> I, I enjoyed playing it i i could do it so that's fabulous uh emily one one final question as we come to the end of our time together if you had to go back what's one thing you would have done differently well i did already mention that i would have left our three pl sooner but maybe that's cheating since i said that already I think, I don't know if I necessarily have, that's probably my biggest regret. Like that's, and that was such a big regret that, you know, um, it sticks with me. It's like burned into my brain. <laughs> so that I think bad, besides, huh? yeah, you know, so I think besides that, you know, we've, we've, I don't know if there's anything I necessarily regret per se, you know, it's been a journey. We've tried a lot of different things. We've definitely had growing pains. But, um, you know, we have a really good team with the, you know, the three of us partners and it's, it's been, it's been amazing and it's been really fun. And, and I mean, we're cat people, right? So it's, it is truly, we feel truly lucky that we can, you know, build a company around something that's so important to people. I mean, they're pets. They're, I've, I've, I've seen our customers on Instagram, like share posts about the, you know, pets passing away where it's like a cat that we that like I knew and followed because they had our products and I'll just like burst out in, into tears like because it's just it's, their family like, yeah it's you know so it's it's very amazing to help you know build that bond with people and to bring cat people together too because cat people are awesome and we're you know we're on a mission to make sure they're they don't continue to be underserved so we're we're well on our way and we're we're excited to to fill that need Emily Mithner, thank you so much. Travelcatshop.com. Please check out these travel cat accessories, carriers, harnesses, etc. They're fabulous. Uh, and Stray the Game also looks uh, worth your while. So that uh, all those links in the show notes. Check it out. Emily, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Hold up. Stop what you're doing. Go log in your Shopify store. You there yet? Okay, check your apps. How many do you have installed right now? More important, how much money are you paying for those apps every month? Here's the reality. Most Shopify store owners are managing dozens of marketing apps, but you don't necessarily need all those apps to drive sales. 
That's why I recommend my friends at Privy. With the Privy app, you can take advantage of at least five apps in one. Manage all your website conversion, list growth, email, and SMS marketing all in one place. Yes, that also includes features like countdown timers, cross-sell campaigns, free shipping bars, abandoned cart emails, you name it. This thing is powerful. So save the time, money, and headaches from toggling between dozens of apps and get Privy today.